1: Hope you folks who are listening on Labor Day are enjoying your day off. I hope you get a day off. We're off today. So we're recording this on Sunday. So something crazy happens Sunday evening. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas. How are you, buddy?
0: I'm great. How are you? I'm pumped. I'm back in the studio today.
1: Wait, are you not normally in the studio? No. Oh.
0: No, usually I'm at home.
1: Oh, I couldn't even tell. (laughs) Well, I have to edit out our, like, eight-second pauses whenever we, like, change who's talking. All
0: right. You know what, man?
1: Today's show is brought to you by our friends at FetchMe. Have you updated their new app? Do you have the new FetchMe app? It's I, it is so legit, dude. I'm not even kidding. I
0: have the app. I'm not positive if it's updated. I'll make sure right now. It
1: is it is legit. And you can use promo code APPS, A-P-P-S for $10 off your order. You can also, uh, also use promo code ZAC20ZAC20 for your first delivery free if you have not used that. But it is clean. It is, um, and just with you know being out of town or uh, you know wanting a specific thing, I've had to use other uh, delivery apps. This one takes the cake. It's not even close. They uh, they knocked it out of the park. The guys at Fetch Me did. So check out Fetch Me in your phone's uh, app store. It's free. They're fresh, free new app. Or you can be a peasant. Just kidding. The old fashioned way. FetchMeDelivery.com. You can certainly do that as well. But highly encourage you to check out their new app. So we got news from the weekend, scrimmage, talk, who stood out. We're also less than three weeks away from Auburn football. We're so close, guys. And of course, uh, some Auburn news in the NFL. So we got some hype, some news from the scrimmage, uh, and obviously just as, a, as the for the football program as a whole. A lot of what we're going to talk about is from auburnundercover.com. Uh, we'll start things off with just kind of some big picture stuff. Late arriving wide receiver, Malcolm Johnson Jr. and punter Oscar Chapman have been cleared, and they are ready to play and will join the team on the field for Tuesday's practice.
0: I'm pumped for Malcolm Johnson Jr. Absolutely pumped.
1: You think he plays this year?
0: I mean, he might not like get a ton of snaps or anything, but I'm still pumped. I mean, you can't teach speed. Right? So, I mean, to a point. But
1: Anthony Schwartz 2.0. That's
0: like you can't teach tall.
1: I don't remember what movie that's from. I don't know, man. I don't know, but you nailed it. Whatever it was, you absolutely mm. nailed it. Mm. What's with the purple hat? Water dogs? What is that?
0: It is a uh, a lacrosse club in the Premier Lacrosse League. Got it.
1: All right, so Malzon confirmed Saturday, as reported by Auburn undercover on Thursday. Junior defensive tackle Connus Miller has opted out of the season and will not return to the Auburn football team. Michael, you were not on the show with me Friday. I talked about this for like three minutes. So just quick general thoughts on Connus Miller leaving the team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's very interesting that you know, when I saw the news on, on Twitter, on the line, uh, and then heard it uh, on Friday's show, uh, everyone's been saying that he's opted out. Um, he didn't really opt out. <laughs> it's not like he was like, yeah, I'm opting out of the season. Like, he left the program. Mm-hmm. And it may or may not have been his decision to do so. We don't really know.
1: Sounds like there's an altercation. Then we know that there was a conversation the following day. Um, between him and Malzon and he is no longer on the football team. Yeah, like That's he, the gist of it.
0: He got like kind of yelled at and then just like went off on a profanity, profanity-laden tear, and then they were like, yo, Connis, calm down, man. Mm-hmm. And then he did it again, right. and then they were like, all right, please leave. Yeah, it's like this is,
1: like, we, we have plenty to, of defensive go, tackles. Go like, talk to
0: Gus tomorrow. Um, please, sir. Yeah,
1: so I guess opting out as a formality, like he's not going to play in 2020. But it doesn't matter because eligibility is not a thing in 2020. So I don't, I don't know. Um, we got some answers at the buck position. It looks like Derek Hall is going to be the starter. That's kind of what the feeling is coming out of uh, out of the program. But TD Moultrie sounds like he's going to be very heavily involved in that rotation. I called this earlier in the season. I don't know if you remember this or not, but I'm like TD Moultrie is a guy to look at. Former five star linebacker. They kind of moved him to Buck. They, I think they kind of tried the experiment to move him around different places. Because it was kind of him or Big Cat. And a lot of people are like, well, Big Cat's going to be great, but he's going to be behind TD the whole time, so it's not going to matter. But it's actually kind of been the opposite. Now Big Cat starting at defensive end, it looks like. Um, but I uh, I love that Denary Moultrie, Teeny Moultrie, is uh, is probably going to be the number 2 Buck. And if you're the number 2 Buck, you're going to play for, uh, for Rodney Garner.
0: Yeah, I actually don't think you called this. Unbelievable. Uh, Are you kidding me? I think that you said that T.D. Moultrie was going to be the starter, and then now you're giving yourself... No, I would giving, never say
1: that. Oh, oh. I would have never said that.
0: Yeah, because then we had the whole conversation about how T.D. Moultrie is actually older. T.D. Moultrie is like a junior or a senior, and Derek Hall is only a, a true sophomore. Mm-hmm. And so you were you thought that he was going to be T.D. I
1: never said he was going to mm. be the starter. hmm or like an impact player or something. He's a backup. I think the backup buck can be an impact player.
0: Okay. I mean, he's not like, wouldn't have as much of an impact as the starter, or else he would be the starter. Okay. So like, all can't, right. can't have too much of an impact. But, but yeah, no, but an impact, nonetheless. Shout out to Derek Hall. Uh, true sophomore looks like he's going to be the starter. That's pretty awesome for him, uh, after getting, you know, a decent amount of reps and a start last season. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I do think Derek Hall and T D Moultrie as a one-two punch is, is pretty, pretty incredible, pretty absolutely incredible.
1: All right, this surprises no one. The backup quarterback seems to be Grant Loy, the grad transfer. Sounds like he got most of the reps after Bo. Thin Cord. Come on. Come on.
0: That was payback. I gotta say, I intentionally left my phone on and hoped that I would get a notification. Okay. Because uh in the in the show notes here, you said perfect time to bring up Sawyer Pate. Right. As if I wouldn't do that on my own. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they keep sending out pictures of practice and like we've seen uh we've seen pictures of Shiel Garnett, we've seen I think Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chail. You're right. Thank you for calling me out. I need to say his name correctly. Chael Garnett. We've gotten a lot of pictures of Grant Lloyd, obviously a lot of pictures of Bo. I think we've even got pictures of uh, like Lindsay, like some of the other um, some of the, like the other walk on quarterbacks. We have not gotten a picture of Sawyer Pate yet, and I'm bummed about it. Yeah. Uh
0: I'm still in the process of placing my order for my Auburn number 20 jersey. Right. I figured there's got to be a place to get one of those. There, there has to have been like a really good number 20 for Auburn. Like it's a pretty common number people like to wear. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping I don't have to order it from China and then uh, it will be here like at a reasonable
1: time. We'll work on that. We can work on that for you. Um. All right. So, the scrimmage was Saturday. I think the biggest story coming out of the scrimmage is Sean Shivers catching an 80 yard touchdown pass that seems like that was the offensive highlight and last week we really picked up steam talking about Sean Shivers here on Locked on Auburn and guys this guy is I mean the Sean Shivers hype is here to stay I'm not saying he's going to be the first guy to receive a handoff this season but he is going to be a very relevant back not a gadget guy but a true running back in this offense in 2020
0: I don't think you're not saying that he's going to be the first running back to take a handoff though that's correct you're not saying it, but you're not not saying it either. So, um th- th- I'm pumped for can Sean. Can you a hot Sh- take? Can sure. I give you a hot take real quick? Yes, yeah, sure.
1: I think uh, Anthony Schwartz is the first skill position to touch uh, touch the uh, football from scrimmage this year. Like a jet sweep, either jet sweep or a quick pass, you know, behind the line like a screen. Um that's, I can see it. I'm predicting that. I'm predicting Anthony Schwartz first play from scrimmage this year. Okay. Second, Sean Shivers up the middle.
0: You know be a boss move. First play, play action, bomb. To who? Literally anyone. <laughs> okay. Don't care. If, if Chad Morse really wanted to pull a power move, it would be a tight end.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> it's like, let's go, Auburn.
0: Just be like, this is what we're doing.
1: Yeah. Throw to the seven foot two, Brandon yeah. Frazier. Yeah. Absolutely. And then Bo showing how thick he is, overthrow him by 20 yards.
0: Nope. Would
1: rather he catches him. <laughs> okay. Kind of say I don't know. Thick Bo Nix is uh, is is got that power. Um, Sean Shivers, you were about to say something. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I don't want to discount anything that we've talked about because I do think you're you're right in that he's going to have a a much bigger impact this season. And obviously, eighty yard touchdown passes are really exciting. I don't I don't want to run eighty yards. Period. But this is like he is now like the fourth different running back that we've heard great things from. Out of, what is it, like eight, ten practices or whatever they've gone through now? Yeah. And so, I, I, it's just kind of like person by person, all the skill positions, everyone's like, they're doing great. They're so good. <laughs> like,
1: yep. Here's another one. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what they're probably eating to, uh, to get big and strong? Um, Built Bar? Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to our friends at Built Bar. They have revamped their website. They've revamped their bar. I mean, they're better than ever. And uh, all of their bars are covered in 100% sweet, beautiful, perfect chocolate with all kinds of different flavors. My personal favorite, salted caramel. I also love anything with peanut butter. And they do such a great job with having low carbs. Virtually no sugar and a lot of protein. So head to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on for $10 off your first order. That is at uh, builtbar.com. Use promo code locked on. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16 car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, going back to the scrimmage, there were three turnovers. Uh, We know that there were picks from Jamie and Sherwood and Devin Geis. That's not a name I expected to say on the podcast today. Um... I assume the other one was they fumble, but Malzon's not going to call out people who fumble. That's not his thing. He never has. Who was it? Um, Hopefully, not a freshman because they're done for the season if it
0: was. He talked good about Tank. But just because they fumble doesn't mean he wouldn't talk, talk positively about them. Right?
1: You see what happened to Rock Thomas? <laughs> that fumble in the armball ruined that man's career. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, but that was in the Iron Bowl, not in a scrimmage. Equally as important. <laughs> they are the same.
1: Uh, I'm going DJ.
0: Okay. I hope. Man, I kind of feel like DJ is going to be the the guy left out this year, I got to say. I, uh, I feel bad because, you know, he did get to play last year, and he may get the first handoff. He may get the most touches in the first game, but we have heard so much praise for – Richards, Bigsby, and, and even Shivers, that
1: it's just like... And DJ missed a week of practice. We don't know why. I think there's a lot of assumptions out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of, they had two rounds of negative tests last week. They tested last Sunday and Wednesday. It was all negative. Malzon talked about how they didn't adjust well with all the students coming back, but they did this past week, and so they feel good about that being the plan um, moving forward. Uh, this is from the Auburn Observer, Justin Ferguson. Uh, he was on the show Friday. Be sure to check that out. But uh, he writes, Sophomore Nehemiah Pritchett and Juco transfer Marco. He's been saying... He, he, Justin said Domeo. He did. Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. I believe him. <laughs> oh, I do too. I do too. Talking about them competing. Mal Zahn said freshman, uh, redshirt freshman Jalen Simpson is receiving some first-team reps there. And then Matthew Hill, recently converted from wide receiver, has also been mentioned as a possibility at corner. Not necessarily buying that, but Jalen Simpson's a name I have not mentioned all summer, so uh, we needed to mention that.
0: All right? Nothing there? You good? Uh, not really. I mean, is—I is, think this is pretty standard for what, what we've kind of been expecting the whole season, that it's going to be Domeo and or Pritchett uh, to go along with McCreary. Uh, a lot of times I forget that redshirt freshmen exist, Right? Cuz we talk about them a whole bunch when they're true freshmen, correct? And then the season starts and they redshirt and then we got a whole like new crop of freshmen to talk about. So I just like that's I true. forget they exist. That's true. You're um, not cool anymore. You're not the fun <laughs> new shiny is, thing. Yeah. Uh the Matthew Hill thing is also interesting. I mean, you and you and Justin talked about uh him playing safety and that's kind of where we heard him him being mentioned kind of up until now. I
1: really feel like mm-hmm. Right. Um, also, uh, Justin wrote the projected offensive line, from left to right: Austin Troxel at left tackle. I don't think that's surprising. This one's the most surprising of the names: Tashawn Manning at left guard, Nick Brahms at center. Not surprising. Brandon Council at right guard, and Broderius Hamm at right tackle. So Tashawn Manning's interesting. He also notes that Keandre Jones and Alec Jackson have both been rotating at guard with Manning, and the ultra versatile transfer Council has moved to different spots on the line. It also sounds like Brendan Coffey has plenty of skills, but could use some more time to develop into a starter and fellow Juco transfer Killian Zaire might not be fully 100% from the knee injury he suffered last fall. So I think that the Sean Manning thing at left guard is interesting. I just, I, I didn't believe the hype. I did not believe it. But the fact that, you know, we're less than three weeks away from Auburn football and this is a rejected lineup. Like this is kind of when you need to start making those decisions and kind of giving those key reps to guys. So, as of now, I bet that's your starting lineup with uh, a chance for Keandre Jones to take that slot sometime over the next few weeks. But I, it's, at this point, if you're in the lead for a starting job, it's going to be tough for you to give it up.
0: Yeah, the really interesting thing to me about this is Gus has said, you know, they might go 10 deep on the offensive line, which I don't know how true that is. But
1: certainly... I don't think he means 10 deep as far as playing 10 guys. I think he means 10 deep as far as... Ha- the
0: comfort level,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, but still. He's not going to, like, platoon an offensive line in there.
0: I agree. Okay. I just feel like for most teams, you don't even have... um what, just
1: not muting anything?
0: I didn't even know this was on, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't use my stuff very often. Fair enough. <laughs> um, the... <laughs>
1: You come no, back in studio. Yeah, I know. I'm just You a bring mess. all of your devices, uh. your, your two phones, your computer. I think you got a tablet over there. You got a fancy watch on. You got they, anything else? They're still rotating
0: seven guys in on the offensive line right now. And I think that's great. And then, like you said, burning coffee, it sounds like if need be, they could have an eighth guy to throw in. And I feel like most teams are like, yeah, we're pretty confident with these six. Like we have our five starters. If someone gets hurt, we've got one backup who can kind of play everywhere, Uh, you know, I hope to God the left guard doesn't go down because then we're kind of screwed. But then it's like, but this season, I mean, we've got eight, nine, seven, eight, nine guys whose names are getting floated out in articles. It's like, they're still in the competition. I like that. I thought Cam Stutz would still be in it at this point, but Uh Uh that's kind of a bummer.
1: Right. I thought the Juco guys were more on track, but it's like if Troxel's keeping his own, I think his big thing is can he stay healthy? And then Broderick's ham is going to start somewhere this year, mm-hmm. so it's like, all right, looks like right tackle is the best place because Auburn has the depth in t- uh, as far as inside guys.
0: And I, th- I think Brandon Council does kind of change everything, Brandon. Yeah, they say Brendan.
1: Well, I was about. To, it's, it's funny because I was about to ask you how many times do you think Brendan Coffee has been called Brandon in his life?
0: A, I don't know. a lot both ways, man. Mm-hmm. Brandon Council, I think, is is kind of the. The unsung hero, how it be or, or the x factor of this off season and, and that versatility, right yeah, because I agree. if he's not there, we're probably talking about how they have to slide Bradarius Ham into guard and play a bren brendan coffee not brandon uh,
1: a brendan
0: brendan coffee, yeah, um who. You know, sounds like he's not quite ready. Right, you got or, yeah. or Killian Zaire, who's maybe not a hundred percent healthy or yeah. fit. You know, try to fit another guy in at tackle. So, uh, I definitely think the council
1: pickup is a huge one. You're listening to Locked On Auburn.
0: The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Okay, so the flavor of the week this week, Michael Pappas, uh, over the past few days, and I think that momentum is going to continue, Kaitlin Newton, Malzahn called him a natural wide receiver. What do we do with that? Because our natural wide receiver has been the one and only uh, natural wide receiver Kobe Hudson.
0: I think we might need a natural wide receiver off. Uh, We'll host it. We'll put it up uh, as a video somehow. Okay. Uh, We don't do that very often. We don't do that very often. We'll try to figure it out. But uh, So, Kalen Newton and Kobe Hudson, we know you both listen to the show. Uh, So, uh, you guys just want to reach out to us. We'll have a, a, a nice natural wide receiver off. Yeah, natural what, wide receiver competition. What does that look like? I don't know. We'll have to figure we'll have to ask uh Coach Malzon okay. also listens to the show. So right. if he could just reach out and let us know um how, how we could best do that, we would appreciate
1: it. Um Malzahn teased a little potential trickery this off season with Kayla Newton, natural wide receiver Kayla Newton. I love him wearing number twenty three. I could see him being used like Ryan Davis was.
0: When I saw like the the first video from camp, the first practice video or whatever, I almost like screenshotted the picture of the guy wearing twenty three and texted it to you and was like, "Hey, look, is Ryan receiver back? wearing twenty three again? Shades of Ryan Davis." And then I was like, "I don't even know who this is." So. <laughs> and then like I don't know, an
1: hour later, I was like, "Oh, it's Caelan." Right. Um, still have questions about the relevance of uh, the receivers this season. I mean, there's so much depth and these young guys keep giving, pr- uh, these young guys keep getting praise from all the older guys and the coaching staff. And I mean, Schwartz talked about how this class reminded him of his class with four highly touted guys coming in, expecting to play. I think this is Vian Capers hype. I think the Zivian Capers hype is really real. Um, I still wonder how he's lining up on the field. We keep hearing how well he's doing and Bo Nix and him are, are, are linking up like crazy. His bigger body makes me feel like he is going to line up at the nine, but is he showing off with Seth Williams on the field? Because that's kind of my big question. Are they going to both be able to line up at the same time or is Chad Morris going to change the wide receiver structure of how guys line up from a personnel standpoint? I think that's a big question. What if they go five wide? You know what? What if they go four wide? Who knows? Has Auburn ever done that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. They do, they just, they yeah, with
1: that, with, you with, know. Uh, with you know, the tight end being out there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, that's a great point. The, the personnel, how these guys are going to go, and as far as just wide receiver depth, I feel like we could name ten guys that we've either been told look really good in do camp. Go. W- ten guys, go. Oh, gosh. Do they all have to be actual wide receivers? Or can I don't I care. Pick go. Kind of? Okay. Go. So guys who could play wide receiver positions, right? Seth Williams, Anthony Schwartz, Eli Stove. Um, I'll go ahead and throw Brandon, Brandon, Brendan, whatever. It's Brandon Fra- Frazier. Brandon Frazier in They're there. They're all Brandons
1: except for coffee. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, then we've got Kobe Hudson, the natural wide receiver. So natural. The other three f- true freshmen, Zevion Capers, J.J. Evans, I don't remember the last one's name. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. Kaitlin Newton. We'll put him in there. The
1: other natural wide receiver. Yeah.
0: Um, I miss, I'm going to miss an obvious one, and people are going to be so upset with me. Eli, oh, Eli Stove? Did, I said he. he did was, you? Yeah, he was the third okay, one I said. Gotcha. Um, uh, Shedrick Jackson, a guy we haven't talked about in weeks. <laughs> How about that? We were uh-huh. so high on him all like, uh-huh.
1: season. Uh, Harold Joyner. <laughs> all right, you're a 10. Catches that's all the wheel routes. I mean, that's perfect.
0: If I remember the guy's
1: name, that would be 11. Like th- Very thick. A very thick Harold Joyner.
0: We've been talking about trick plays. Bo Nicks. Throw him at wide receiver. He could probably pull it off. Okay. Plus, you got the two tight ends. Three if you count J.J. Pegues. Right. Plus, you've got John Samuel Shanker, who in my head is an H-back, and that's somehow different from a f- tight end. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, and then you've got the nine guys playing running back that we talk about. Malcolm and then, Johnson that we mentioned. Yep, Malcolm Johnson Jr. And, and, you know, I think the biggest question mark for the offense this year really isn't how are you going to get everyone touches when there's one football. It's how are we going to get Sawyer paid involved?
1: Uh, that's the big question. That's the big question. Um, Can't leave a guy like that on the bench. No, you can't. You can't. Some Auburn, uh, Some former Auburn players got released over the weekend as far as the NFL news. Um, Angelo Blackson got cut by the Texans even though he started 15 games last season guard Markel Harrell got cut by the Bills he was an undrafted rookie another undrafted rookie guard Mike Horton was cut by the Panthers defensive tackle Deborah Lawrence was cut by the Kansas City Chiefs but he did however receive a Super Bowl ring earlier this week uh, he was on the practice squad for the Chiefs so that's still a successful, uh, weekend if you, or successful week if you ask me punter Aaron Sippos um, was uh, cut by the Detroit Lions Wide receiver Duke Williams was cut by the Bills, even though he was like he got like four passes in their playoff game last year. Prince Tega was cut by the Eagles. He was a sixth round pick. That kind of bums me out because I bought his rookie card. And then earlier this week, um, the Texans released linebacker Darren Bates, and uh, the Dolphins have released safety Jeremiah Dinson and wide receiver Ricardo Lewis. And the Cleveland Browns cut Casey Dunn. So, a lot of former Auburn Tigers got cut this past week.
0: A lot also remained on teams. Just saying. Yeah. Also, though, uh, the the Tega thing is surprising. I gotta say, I agree. I his, wonder if it's his, health related. I was about to say his bill of health must must but not you, be. Good. A lot
1: of times they just slap slap him on an IR spot and just don't worry about him for a year. It does depend who
0: they've got in their like pup list or. Their there, but there's not a IR limit of guys no. you
1: can put on IR.
0: Uh, but right now, I don't think he would be on IR.
1: He'd have to get hurt. Is that what you're saying?
0: No, like right now, I think he would be on like the going into like the training camp physically unable to perform list.
1: And there's, I'm guessing... There's no, we're a... in the season now. It's a league week now. Oh, really? Yeah, they play Sunday. Man, who knew? Me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I also did. Um, I don't know how actual weeks work, to be honest with you. It's in, fine. In my head, weeks are Monday through Sunday, but I recognize how right. this is Sunday and that's the beginning of the week. Yep. Um, yeah I don't know yeah I guess he, I guess yeah you would slap him on IR unless he's not like
1: that injured I don't know I don't know they're pretty loosey goosey with that stuff but Jack Driscoll must be doing well so that's yeah. good that's good to see um, where can people find you friend uh, follow me on Twitter at CouchPaptato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackaby. Follow Follow show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn. And follow the show on Instagram at Auburn podcast and also on TikTok. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.